0: Hello and welcome to the Joy Report with Rhonda in sunny Tampa, Florida. I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you out of the book of John 15, chapter 15. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth much fruit, i know i have this hibiscus tree out in my yard for so many years a beautiful hibiscus tree it was actually a bush it had yellow blooms i had some with pink blooms and i had some with red blooms i think the red ones were my favorite well every year that bush would just grow exponentially it would grow so high it would just overtake, you know, and just a season, it would grow so high. So I would get those loppers and I would have to go out in the yard and i have to trim those hibiscus bushes down. And I'd get them all the way down as far as I could. Some of them weren't pretty to look at, you know, at the end of the season and somewhere in the back of the house. And they like grew all the way up to like the top where like maybe you have concrete and then the wood starts and you see the frame of your home. I mean, they grew. And so when I would trim them back, and guess what would happen? Next year, they were up there again. And it was a good thing that I would trim them up. So what the Word of God is saying in John 15, it's talking about these branches. And so for you to bear much more fruit than what you're bearing, you're going to have to be pruned. But the pruning's going to come by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. You know, we're set free by the blood of the Lamb and the Word of our testimony. It says that He takes away and every branch that bears fruit He purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So God's all about fruit. He's all about the fruit, the precious fruit of the earth. He's waiting for the precious fruit of the earth. Why isn't Jesus coming back? He is coming back, but why isn't he coming back now? Because he's waiting for the precious fruit of the earth. And we are the people that are going to tell. We're going to go and we're going to tell the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. So they can, it says that, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So every person on the face of planet earth will have an opportunity to receive Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. But how can they know unless they have been told? And so we are his hands and we are his feet in this last hour. But he also says that he's the the vine and we are the branches. He's the husbandman. So he's wanting to, to purge us. He's wanting to take out things. He's wanting to put in things, but he's purging us so that we can bear more fruit, good fruit, everlasting fruit. Verse three, now you are clean through the word, which I have spoken to you. You know, the word washes you. The word, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Dividing soul and spirit, joint and a mirror, it's a discerner of the intent of the heart. The word of God comes and it comes like, have you ever used Comet or maybe soft scrub in your shower or cleaning and you're cleaning the basin and cleaning the bathtub with these, these products and it's just those Agents go to work and they start scrubbing and they just start, you know, it's that Tilex. Ooh, that stuff is really, really strong. <laughs> And so that bleach, you know, I like to use things that don't have so much bleach in them, you know, more organic, homopathic, you know, so you're not breathing all these chemicals in, right? So anyways, it goes right to work and it's cleaning and it's purifying. And that's what the word of God does on the inside of us. It cleans us, it purifies us. It it sanctifies us with the word and prayer. We're sanctified. It's so amazing with the word. And in, in the verse four, abide in me and I you you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself so you can't just bear fruit you have to be in the vine you have to be you have to be connected to the vine you know um i love flowers oh i love roses i love lilies and when you cut them those stems they are they're dead pretty much <laughs> They're just going to soak up water to look pretty in the vase, but they're dead, doorknob dead. You know, there's no life coming from the vine any longer because you cut them, you've cut them off. And so, so just know that as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you, except you abide in me. Now this is written in red and it needs to be red. That means Jesus is talking. He's telling us that you must abide in me, because he's the one that has come. He came to the earth to seek and save that which was lost. He came to heal the brokenhearted. He came to bring deliverance. He came, and he's coming back again for us. And so he's saying, abide in the vine. Abide in him. So when we abide in Him, we have life, and we have life everlasting. We have to stay with the vine. We can't go off wandering. We can't go off on the beaten path. We can't go the way of the world. We can't allow the things of the world to get on the inside of us. You know, there was this man, and he's in this boat, (laughs) and it wasn't what was on the outside, of the boat, it's what gets on the inside that was going to flood his little fishing boat. So we are the same. We can't allow things to get on the inside of us. We can't allow things to take up residence on the inside of us. We have to say no in the name of Jesus and we have to rebuke those thoughts. We have to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. We have to allow the word to work on the inside of us so it keeps us free, it keeps us focused, it keeps us on the path, it keeps us. It's the Bible says. Narrow is the way and few there that find it. Why does it say few there that find it? Because people are getting off the beaten path. They're getting off of the narrow way. They think they can do it better. They try to do this and do that. And they get caught up in the enemy's web. We're not of this world. We shouldn't look like this world. We shouldn't smell like this world. We shouldn't act like this world because we're just going through. We are aliens. This is not our home. Heaven is our our home. We're just getting through this. We just got to get through all of the things that the enemy, there are traps that await you, but we're going to get through them because we have the word of the word, the word of the Lord on our lips. It's by the word that we are set free by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimonies. But we've got to testify. We got to tell others about the good news. We got to proclaim it. We got to decree it. We got to declare it to those around about us. And that's how we stay free because we continually start speaking the word. We start speaking our testimony. The man with an argument is never at the mercy with a man with a testimony, with a man that has experienced the presence and power of God. And nobody can take that from you because that is yours. And when you begin to share it, you begin to relive your testimony. You have a testimony and you need to share your testimony, how God set you free, how he's gotten you to where you are today, that you once were lost but now you are found praise God and you are on your way to heaven you are about the father's business you're doing what you know to do that you're turning your back on sin that you are just rejoicing in him today because he is the life giver and he's pruning and he's purging and he's taking out and he's putting in amen Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. That's right. We can't do anything apart from the word of God. We can't do anything apart from the the knowledge of God. We can't do anything apart that's going to last for all eternity. Because we have to abide in the vine. And God, through His Spirit, is enlightening our spirit. So we can go, that we can tell the message, that we are have this, have this miss power because it says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man is dynamic in its working. It's a miss power that takes you like on a turbo boost, that ignites you and accelerates you far, 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 far. Far, 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 far. <laughs> like those turbo boost cars that go and it puts it in high gear. Well, the Holy Ghost will put you in high gear. Amen. In verse 6, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. That's right. You don't want to be a stick. You don't want to be a dead branch. You don't want to be of no use and of no purpose, because God has a purpose. He has a plan. He has a pursuit for you, and uh, he has a specific DNA that he wants to download for you in your life, but you gotta cry out. You got to stay in the vine because when you cried out to the Lord and you surrendered your life to him, you said, Lord, not I that lives, but Christ that lives within me. And you took on him. You took him on and you said, come into me, Holy Spirit. Come into me, my Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for being on the cross for me. Thank you that you're coming back again for me. I surrender my all to you. I lay down my life. I lay down all those things that I was doing and I pick up your cross and I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, for your spirit and I thank you for your empowerment that now I'm born again, now that I have new life on the inside of me, that I'm going to look and act and be a doer of the word. See, that is the salvation. That's what you pray. You can pray that every day that you can surrender your heart to the Lord because a lot of times people start compromising. This is not the hour to compromise. You start compromising in one area, you'll start compromising in all the areas. The word of God is forever settled in heaven and in earth. The word of God has been around for 2,000 years. The word is not changing. So guess who's doing the changing? You and I, because we have to come in line with the word. It's the word. It's the word. Say it's the word. It's the word of the Lord. It's the word of the Lord that's going to set all men free. In verse 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. That's right. We can ask. The Bible says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. He says, come. He has set the table for you. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, I will come in and sup with you. That is an invitation, my brothers and sisters, from the Lord Jesus Christ. He wants to sup with you. He wants to live with you. He wants to get up in the morning with you. He wants to be through the noon hour, through the afternoon, through the night. He wants to be with you. He wants you to cry out to Him. He wants you to acknowledge Him. He wants you to have that intravenous feed all day long conversation with him because he wants to empower you because you're abiding in the vine and you're staying connected to him through your relationship. A relationship goes both ways. If I called my girlfriend on the phone and I began to start talking to her and I was just going, telling her all the things that I did that day. And then all of a sudden I said, okay, bye. <laughs> well, no, she's going to tell me. She's going to start talking back to me. And it's the same way with your heavenly father. He wants to, have a conversation with you all throughout the day and then your holy the holy spirit on the inside of you will your spirit and the holy spirit they become one synonymous of each other and they and you began to be so fine-tuned in the ways of the spirit and because you learn to hear his voice and the voice of a stranger you will not follow because you're having this communication you know when you start talking to someone you get to know them you get to know all about them you get to be intimately acquainted with them. You start to bond to them. You start to have a soul tie with them. You start to, to draw on their strength, draw on their wisdom. And you just pray that they have good, that they're connected to the vine. Because if they're not connected to the vine, you're getting something else. And you don't want that in your feed. You don't want that. You don't want that. You know, the Bible talks about that we are to come out from among ye and be ye separate, says the Lord. A little leaven, leaventh the Whole lump. Yes, we are to go and we are to win souls, but we are not to entertain and think the things and listen and allow that of the world to get on the inside of us because we want to be friends with the world and we want to go and we want to be like the world. No, we don't want to be like the world. No, we don't want to to allow what's on the outside to get on the inside because it can be enticing. You know, sin is fun for a season. It's enjoyable, but it always brings death. It brings spiritual death. It's not a good idea once you're a child of God to venture out in those avenues and to get yourself out there so far that you can't find your way back because God is merciful, he'll fa- he'll help you find your way back, but it's not good because you have your own will, and you've got to submit your will and your way to the Spirit of God every day that you lay your life down and say it's not I that lives, but it's Christ that lives within me. And allow God to have his perfect way on the inside of you. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. This is Rhonda Moore with the Jewelry Report live from Tampa, Florida, and know that the Jew- joy of the Lord is your strength. When you start identifying the joy robbers in your life, things that are taken from you, not abiding in the vine, you aren't going to be able to have all of that joy because you're going to have other things in there. So allow the spirit of God to work on the inside of you and take out those, that stony heart and give you a heart of flesh. Allow him to purge those things. (laughs) So you can have that exuberant joy unspeakable and full of glory so you can allow the spirit of God just to fill you up to the top that the spirit of God the spirit of joy is your portion today father I ask you just to fill every listener right now in the name of Jesus with your joy unspeakable and full of glory just fill them up Lord drive out every sickness drive out every symptom drive out everything that every hindrance that has taken them out of the presence of God. Drive it out in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over them from the top of their head to the soles of our feet. We thank you for your healing anointing. We thank you for your resurrection power. We thank you for your delivering power. I pray delivering power for those addictions to come out in the name of Jesus, for those words of negativity to come out in the name of Jesus, for that spirit of, of lust to come out in the name of Jesus, that spirit of fear to come out in the name of Jesus, whatever it is that has you bound. We believe right now for the spirit of God to come on the scene, to come in you and to pull it out by the root so you can abide in the vine. It hurts so good. Let the purging of the Lord begin. Allow him. Just allow that still small voice just to speak to you. There might be some corrections that you need to make on the inside. Maybe some things that you're saying. Maybe some things that you're doing. Allow the Spirit of God to come upon you. Allow his anointing. Just put your hand on the top of your head. Father, right now, I just loose that anointing. I loose that anointing. I loose that anointing <laughs> right now. <laughs> There it is. Just let that anointing just go over you. Yes, it's the anointing that destroys the yoke of bondage from off of thy neck. Allow that anointing just to restore and and, and to destroy that yoke right now. It leaves you. It goes. It goes. It goes in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to say goodbye for today. God loves you. I love you. Have a blessed day and know that God is on your side. God is for you. He has a plan, a purpose, and a pursuit for your life. As you get in the word, the word is going to get in you. You'll abide in the vine and the vine and that you will produce much fruit. Amen. A fruit producer for the kingdom of God. Be blessed.